But guys, thank you for everyone tuning in. Welcome back to another episode of IFTV, the Serie audio experience. We got a lot of different personalities, uh, fans of different teams over here. We had an incredible Serie round, and we are here to break it down. And I'm very happy that we have Ludo here. He doesn't usually come on here, so... Thank you for inviting me. He has me. a Always very a busy pleasure. schedule, so I had to book him a couple of months in advance. Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully we got him, and we're all good. P uh, what do you call it? Anto, you're looking very serious today. No, I'm not looking. I'm just waiting to hear uh, to, ah. for you to introduce... Anto, uh, you, you seem upset. What's going on? <laughs> Why are you so... Are, are, are you nervous? smiling today. Smiling. Are you nervous? You see, guys... Is the it's camera smiling. on me right now? Yeah, it is. All right, you got to look at the camera. Listen, listen to me. This guy here that he did the presentation, introduction on the podcast, before I came, I said, Anto, whatever you do, I'm going to sit you next to Ludo, please instigate him. I did not say that. just start a fight. Anto, it's a not going to happen, oh but nevertheless, God. that's, there, that's there is the nothing, introduction. There is really nothing to Number instigate. one. Number two, this other guy that you have on your right over here, he comes over and he's starting to argue about the penalty of, uh, on, on Ozyman yesterday. It feels like, like we, 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 we can discuss it, it that later. A, it was a highway robbery. We wanted to know why you're upset. This other guy, I asked him, was that a penalty? He said, no, 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 absolutely not. So anyway, guys, the podcast is starting on the right note. Napoli 0, AC Milan 1. It would have been. I would be happy even if Napoli would have won. But uh, let's let's start with. Uh, no, you you can have you can have the bottle full and the wife drunk. I mean, you have to decide. <laughs> I would have been happy if Napoli won. But what kind, what kind I, of AC Milan are you? What kind of fan are you? Just read my mind. Okay. Read my mind. What are you doing? For me, my the fan, mind game. You won already. There's no more there reason to. No more mind game. Yeah, no more mind game. I'm telling you what my listen. Before the game, you might say, okay, this and that. This is my mind game, Paisa. Anybody can win the campionato except you and you. Okay? No Inter and no Juventus. So that's why. I have said from the beginning that the campionato is going to stay in Milano. I didn't say which team, but it's going to be Milano. Okay. So guys, we I agree. Antonio obviously jumped into this as he usually does because he's getting excited. Yeah, but Cam, before, Mike, Mike but, straighten him out, please. I mean, he's getting. There's nothing wrong. Well, he's getting. He's jumping the gun. He's excited. His team won. But before we do go to that, we gotta talk about. Well, there's five people here. We're missing our Paisa Marco. Marco's currently in Napoli. He was just doing. Uh, Gaetano was just listening to him. He was just doing a talk show. He was pitch side at the Maradona for the huge game. He's all over Italy, traveling around. Oh, Marco con Marzo. They're doing an incredible little thing with CBS. Ma Marzo con Marco. What did I say? Oh, I said the opposite? Mike, I don't Pete, know. Pete, that's why we have you over here. Oh uh, but regardless, Just guys. Eminem. 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 Even, even better. <laughs> uh, but uh, CBS is doing this for the month, doing incredible stuff. So if you want to check them out, we got the link in the top of the description. We've been saying, if you guys don't already have it, which you got, it's a, it's a steal of the century, if you ask so, me. So Marco, uh, he went even in, in, on a show, on a TV yeah. show, which was what? A local T TV show. Local TV show. TV, TV Otto. TV Otto, whatever Eight. it is. And channel, local he's channel. talking in Italian and he's doing a pretty good job. Very good job. Not only that, He's using some words which, which I don't even know. Katsima. Katsima, yes. Katsima, which I don't even know what he it meant. I had to events. ask, uh, I mean, I have an idea, but I had to ask Ludo, so I don't know if you well, listen. Well, Katsima uh, is, a, is a word that basically um, puts into perspective 
lots of things, but into one word. Is it, this phrase and this word is also written in the um, San Paolo St Maradona Stadium in Napoli. Today we're going to play with Katsima, meaning we're going to play with uh, heart, passion, determination. Uh, we're going to be aggressive. We're going to be smart. We're going to outplay our opponents. Okay. All those all those are together, all those which together is something Katsima. right. That you, they know, didn't, you have Katsima. Right. Either you have it or you don't. Right. Which they didn't do on Sunday. They didn't do. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Absolutely continue, con continue, please. Before we, we talked a little bit about the, uh, the game, but before that huge game, we do have to talk about the other ones. I want to go in order a little bit and talk about a oh, different. Oh man, team. I was ready to jump on this guy. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Ho hold the ammo. Hold uh, the ammo. We yeah. gotta talk to, about a little a less Katsima. <laughs> exactly. Don't worry, I can uh, handle him. A different, <laughs> a different team in Milano first. We have to talk about Inter. They started off the round with a thumping, a 5-0 win against Salernitana. And a lot of people probably think, oh, it's only Salernitana. But this is Salernitana that drew to Milan a few weeks ago. So we all know there's no easy game in Serie A. They won 5-0. Lautaro, he had three goals. The pri prior 10 Serie A games, he had zero. So this was huge for his confidence. And uh, Inter also bro broke another interesting stat. They scored 10 goals against them. Conceded zero. This hasn't happened since 1958. So a lot of people were saying either got to come out big, got to come out strong. And I think this is definitely what they did today. And uh, Pete, overall, what did this what did this show you for Inter? Do you think this was a one-off or do you think this was very well needed? Will this, is this something that they can go on the right, on the right track with this? First off, it was expected that Inter win this game. Yeah. But in the way that we've been playing, this could have been a very difficult game that could have kind of created the outcome of what, what is next. I think if uh, there, there was difficulty even in the first five minutes, Salernitana had a very good chance to go up one nothing. Luckily, it didn't happen. And then Inter were able to kind of streamline this game and, and be able to score the goals that were needed. I think it was very important that Lautaro finally got on the score sheet mm -hmm. um, and the fact that he scored three goals I was very happy with because he's a, he's unfortunately he's a striker that he needs to really feel good and needs to have some momentum so I'm really expecting now this last whatever 10 or so games that we have 11, for 11 games he's going to have to step up we need the goals and the, the output from both him and Jekyll for this team to go um and I think the biggest piece in this in this game that maybe doesn't get talked about, obviously because of the three goals from Lautaro and two goals from Zeko, is Nicole Barella. Barella, I thought, had an unbelievable game. And he's also been one of the players on this Inter team that we haven't seen enough. But we know when he's on, he's the engine of this Inter team where he can do his defensive duties, but also create some chances that we saw. He put... Uh, Lautaro one-on-one -on -one multiple times uh, was able to get some assist so he was very very important in this Inter team um, this is a Davide Nicola Salernitana it's not a Salernitana of the past like you said they've had a recent run of good results tying AC Milan who I think Milan right now are the team that's been playing the best football as of yet um, God, nice wrong with this guy? <laughs> something must be wrong with I him I give him a little too much Amaro oh I my think God. <laughs> but um, I think now is the time where this Inter team has to be on track and has to concentrate for uh, these last run of games. 
And I think we're doing it at the right time now that Lautaro scoring and Zeko scoring because we're also adding players into the into the team. Correa is coming back from injury. Gosens is now being introduced into this team. So now we have that rotation to be able to mix the the, the players, which is very important until you know to conserve the energy to these last couple of games. And I think as uh, we have a couple of tough games coming up. But then towards the end, we kind of, uh, I don't want to say lesser, it's have a lesser, relaxed. yeah, it's it's, it's a definitely easier schedule than let's say a Milan or even a Napoli. Um, Napoli, I think, as the the toughest, yeah. of the uh, the top. I go over them after. Yeah. So there's a big game. Obviously, we know Champions League versus Liverpool. Chances are we're gonna be knocked out. We'll see what happens because the the ball is round. But um, believe in the miracle. Yeah, uh, but more importantly, I think this this game really put a stamp on this Inter team to say, hey, even though we had a bad run of results, we're finally healthy, we're finally concentrated, and our top guys are able to score. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well said. Let me just uh, can I just uh, of course. you know Peter is a master is a masterful guy in creating this uh, uh, this uh, word salad. He just he will word just salad. yeah, he just takes take so many ingredients just to describe something that is so stupid. <laughs> Salernitana. Come on, man. Were you drew with them no. a couple of weeks ago. Let me just say something to you. What? This Lautaro is getting, is becoming a mental case, number one. Scoring with Salernitana is not him coming out of the slump, regardless what Barella did or didn't do. They're going to be suffering and they're going to be <laughs> spilling blood Whoa. starting from uh, from Tuesday. Actually, tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, Liverpool. I can't wait to see them just being destroyed on the field. Oh I mean, I'm yeah. just joking. I, w- I want to push for Inter to, to, to move forward. Because <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> it helps Milan. If it they helps do push Milan through. down the line because we want them to qualify. They actually go to the final. Pete, I wish <laughs> you'd go to the final of the Champions League. Shake my hands. I really mean it. Look at me. I really mean it. So anyway, Peter... It's one of these masterful guys that is really in a in a tough tough situation. He finds the way to put inters all the time on top, even when they suck. So, <laughs> you, love so, to, you know what you love to do? You yeah. love to throw the rock and hide your hand. Th- that's what Peter does. No, no that's what oh, I do. Well, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, coming coming down on throwing the rock and hiding the hand. I'm going to do it to him right now. No, no, no. So on yesterday's stream, Ludo was missing. Yes, I was missing. Wait, correct. We're not go all right, we're not going to go right there. Okay, all right. No, I just want to say something about Inter. Let's talk about Inter. I think I, I think Inter uh, is, uh, to my uh, belief, Inter is favorite to win the uh, the Scudetto. Scudetto. Still, it hasn't they have the they have a uh, a solid uh, roster, and I think Inter at this point needs to find itself. There were a few games where Inter lacked a little bit of uh, of uh, shape being in uh, shape, um, a little bit Andanovic, certain errors errors that he uh, he made. The team was not well overall. And everyone goes through that more Patch. or less throughout the yeah. season. I mean, five, six games, a month, a month and a half, everyone goes through that. I think Inter has the capability of finding itself. Tuesday, tomorrow is the last hurdle. They'll put everything into it, trying to Overcome beat... It, yeah. Uh, Liverpool. Hopefully, they'll get a quick goal, and that gives you the momentum to turn it around. Pa- you know, turn it upside down. I mean, at least you got to finish the half winning one nothing. 
at least you got to score one goal the first half. But everything falls into place with the players that they have. And coming back to shape, plus Lautaro starting to score, I think Inter has a great chance of winning this uh, this good day. They just need to find themselves. Yeah. Do you think the slump is over, though, really quick, Ludo, from you? It's too early, uh, it's too too early, early to time. tell. Uh, we'll, we'll get a good answer tomorrow based on the, on the game, on the mental approach that Inter will put uh, against Liverpool tomorrow and then of course next and Sunday. Just to piggyback off that and, let, and then I'll let Gaetano talk. You also, we this Inter team this past month have played very tough games versus Liverpool, versus Milan, versus Napoli. Sassuolo, who has been having an unbelievable season, especially versus the top teams. So you had all these top games. I think physically we, we, we looked exhausted. Drained. But I errors. think also errors, but also mentally, I think, the, liver, the Milan game especially, where you're winning and dominating for 60 minutes. Correct. Mm. And then to lose that game 2-1. And then even versus Liverpool, where you're dominating Correct. for 60 minutes and that. still lose 2 But you're not getting anything so from what you produce. I think produced. that those are two psychological blows back-to-back back that really you. got That's this team. That's what I said. You need nerd. to find internet. Yeah, but you, you had the chance to, to be up yeah. three, four five points at one point and 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 you you miss that opportunity you know so when you have that opportunity you have to take it uh, so i think that they were missing even before that i know they played a lot of games but you also have a deep bench you have players that could have come in um against genoa you know you, you, there you needed to do better uh, there and get the, the points because now you have one game on hand. You can go one up with the you know Jenna, you could have been three four points easy, so that when you have then that tough game something happened. But uh, going back to uh, you know to to Inter sometimes I feel like in in Zaki you know he I don't know he does not motivate these guys. You know you have to. You have the players. You have the best players in the league. Okay, you right now you should be three or four points ahead. Yeah, in the standings. I agree. Uh, I just want to throw a quick but question. Get that, hold on. I have a yeah. question. Do you think Inzaghi lacks that maturity as far as Serie? A yes. Or that international maturity of being an international both. coach for Inter in China? You think he lacks both? Both. And Gaetano, did you, do you think, uh, has your opinion of Inzaghi changed from the beginning of the season uh, till now? Or it's the same idea? I mean, I got to give him credit. Is uh, With the win, is in first place. With the game on yeah, hand, is in point. first place. Huh? One point in first. W- yeah. One point. You already so won the game, you're saying. No, no I'm saying with, if they win. With, with, if, ah, with, with the win. With the win, yes. they're in first place. What if they lose? Yeah, well, they're still in second place. So they're still there. They're still up there. So he was able to keep the team at a higher level. But if you don't win, I'm sorry. You need to win. And you need to win the Scudetto. If you don't... Wow then you're not the coach, which I have always said, you know, to become a great coach, you got to win. Uh, listen, let Mike, let me just reply to what, what, what I said. So Inter, it lacks this one or two punch that uh, you need to, to knock the, the, you know, the opponent, the opponent down. Yesterday, you know, as a, as a joke, Poli Poli showed up. Poli's got he, he had one the, the one two punch just to put somebody out of misery. So Poli unfortunately is an AC Milan fan, and uh, he came in at the right time on the right moment. And Ludo I think felt to show up to just uh, 
you know, he says, <laughs> winning team, but winning situation doesn't get changed. So, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, that was an X factor yesterday. So, the one or two punches you guys are missing, it's not because of Inzaghi. Inzaghi's got a lot of drive. It's the player and the mentality. Some of those players, they're not ready to win the campionato. I got, a, I got news for you. This year, we're going to win. Watch this. You're going to kiss this if we win the campionato. This is a similar year. Not because we deserve it, because you guys suck. You guys <laughs> really suck. Okay. But uh, very I'm simple. telling okay. you right now. But, all right, so talking about... You guys don't have the one or two punch. Okay, do you this have... This guy already give you the campionato do because you already put the three points with the Bologna all right. already. Do you the have the one two punch? <laughs> yes, we do. You don't. We do. What, what do you mean you do? do. What did you do we against Salernitana? We've been penalized. What did you do against Cagliari? We've been penalized. What did you do against Cagliari? We got penalized. Salernitana. We got penalized. Cagliari, Cagliari, we got penalized. Listen to me. Pay attention. You guys are on the wrong track. Stop <laughs> criticizing Inzaghi. You are full of BS. This guy, excuses. <laughs> this guy is dreaming about Juventus winning the campionato. No, I never, never said that. Oh, yeah, I you didn't say that in front of the mic because uh, you're afraid. No, but no, you no, said no, it before. Okay, I'll tell you one thing. Tell me. You don't have the one to punch. You don't have the one to punch, and you don't have the oh, one to punch. That's the reason why it's because I'll right, punch you right now. <laughs> 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 because oh. Napoli could have been three, four points ahead right now. Yeah. Okay, all of you I got. Yeah. And and, and then you missed. You know that's what I'm. That's what I said. Yeah, that's right. my point. No, no, no we'll, talk, we'll get into the Napoli. We'll, we'll get into uh, that. But uh, I just want to say, absolutely. give a little credit to Inzaghi because when Conte left. And Inter seemed like a sinking ship with their top goal scorer leaving, with Hakimi leaving, a world class a fullback leaving. Everyone said, oh, Inter in a catastrophe. But Inzaghi took a team that was in disarray and leveled them out and actually made them, oh, maybe they can win it again. So let's not. He uh, did more, he let, did mo le more relax, with less, relax. right, Mike? So let, let's, let's not jump the gun immediately and say, oh, if Inzaghi doesn't win, uh, oh, this is not a good coach. Because he brought this team and he, uh, he he left it tranquil now. He he brought... But he also he, he also had he a change a little bit the style it. of play or yeah. what Conte was playing. You know, uh, more possession. Uh, 100%. More of attacking as a uh, as a unit. Mm -hmm. That takes a little bit of toll on on players. And that's why you saw the month of January that Inter, Inter had. Yeah, but as Ludo was saying before, all teams go through this. Yes. So it's not... Yes. I don't think it's the end of the world if, yes. if Inter uh, lose the Scudetto, let's say. Because there, there's, as we said, there's, uh, it's, it's a four-horse race, I believe. Your mind is playing game with you, my friend. Listen, how many of you in this table right now at this podcast, today's what? March 7, 2022, how many of you are willing to bet your house that Inter is going to be winning the campaign? We don't own a well, house. We all rent. <laughs> we all rent. Well, this guy already. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end. We'll talk more about it when we get into the Scudetto talk. But I do. we have to go on the, the, to the next game. Because if we talk this much about the Inter all game, right, forget to, about the Napoli. We're going go to be here all night. Go to the next mind. game. And go I don't to mind. The next I'm game. saying for you guys. Go to the I next want to game. talk about Roma versus Atalanta. A lot would say a surprising result. 1-0 against Atalanta. Mourinho's doing some damage, but not not on the sidelines because he's been suspended the past two games. And they did end up getting uh, six points. And Mourinho also joked, listen, you guys don't need me on the bench anymore, so <laughs> you don't have to see me over there. But uh, all joking aside, Tammy Abraham got the 1-0 win. He has 20 goals in his debut season in all competitions. He has 13 goals, 13 Serie A goals. This is, guys, this is his first season from the Premier League. I think 
he's very underrated, and a lot of people don't talk about him. I want to say an incredible stat from him. Currently, on the debut, uh, the most goals in their debut seasons for Roma, Batistuta, 21 goals in 32 games. Montella, 21 goals in 41 games. Tammy Abraham, 20 goals in 36 games. He has 10, at least 10 ga uh, games left, 10 to 15. And he only needs one more goal just to tie with those legends. On his debut season, and a, a lot of people are talking about, oh, Chiru Immobile, oh, Vlaovic, oh, Simeone. But Tammy Abraham, could we say he's the real deal? In, his de in the first season in Serie A, the hardest league in the world to score on. What does that tell you, well, Ludo? It, it, is the real, it, it is the real deal. For some players uh, coming to Serie A the first year, mm -hmm. they, they make a, a significant impact. Uh -huh. But then, of course, the defenders, the other coaches, the other teams, they study the, the individual, on. the forward, and then they find a way to stop them and they don't score that many goals. Then you have other players where they take a little bit of time adjusting to the tactics and, and, the, and the compactness of the Italian defense, and they don't score that many goals, but then they get used to it, and then the second year, they, they come out. So Abraham is one of those forwards that the first year made an impact. Now we have to see if next year, he's going to be the same forward where he will score 15, 16, 17 uh, goals like... I don't know how many goals he has this year. He has 13 Serie A goals. 13 Serie A goals. And the season still have 10 games to go. So he'll probably finish 17, 18. And no penalties, right? next year if he can score. If he can score the same one. I think he has a penalty. So with four or five penalties, this guy has almost 20 goals. Correct. So now, as far as Mourinho, he has full support from the owners. And those owners, they don't talk a lot. They basically, they're in the background. But he has green light on everything, on all the decision-making that he needs to do. And Mourinho is the type of coach, wherever he goes, he identifies the bad apples, and he will do everything in his power to get rid of those bad apples, and he'll bring mm -hmm. in new players. Even with the Primavera. But he wants players that fight 150%, that listen to him, that follow him, and they say, yes, sir. They go on the field and they do what they need to do. And they'll get rid of the, the, uh, the bad apples. And, and that's what he has, the green light. And he has full support of the ownership. I agree with you. He definitely has uh, everyone's back over there, especially the players, the management. I just want to say Roma are unbeaten in their past seven Serie A games for the first time since 2020. So, like, again, I, I always give, a, I want to give a lot of credit, especially a coach or player for the first season. But it seems like the players are kind of gelling with Mourinho, Gaetano. What yeah. do you think? Uh, and if you, uh, I follow, uh, I follow some of the games and sometimes Abraham is all alone up there. He needs the service. You know, service, he needs, right? he needs, uh, so those guys that are behind him, which is Mickey, Zaniolo, which is Zaniolo, Pellegrini. which is Pellegrini, sometimes uh, they leave him all alone. Can you imagine when you got somebody behind you that gives you those nice balls? I think it's going to even do better. How many goals do you think he could get? Oh, if, he can get twenty. Mourinho, he can get twenty goals a season because the guy, the guy is the real thing. Yeah, he is the real thing. He has everything to be a top striker. Yeah. I think. Yes, yeah, he, he has all the tools. Yeah. Yes, I mean he's big physical striker and he's also lightning quick. If he's able to concentrate just a little bit more and being able to be more lethal 
with his shots to pick the pick the spots. This guy can score easily 20 goals a season, yeah. I think. He has two penalties, just, by the way. Yeah, okay. so it's very few. Okay. So, I mean, he has all, right. all the tools. He has everything that you want as a prototype number nine. Now, does he solidify it like Ludo said? Because I think you could have those one-hit wonders, and then what happens? So you have to be, a lot of times in, in the top leagues, right. it's the consistency that Correct. wins and, and, and makes you a, a legend or a top player. I would like to say also one thing about Zaniolo. Mm -hmm. Zaniolo, I think, has the attributes to, be, to become a great leader. But he needs to grow. He needs to grow very quickly if he wants to be the Roma uh, leader. He cannot uh, talk and complain in a certain way and get thrown out of the game uh, the last couple of minutes. He's the, if he's the captain, if he's the leader of Roma, you have to maintain that calmness and transmit it Throughout to the, the team. team. Yeah. Also, social media. Too much social media. And his mom gets involved on social media. And tattoos too. That, tattoos, I mean, that's tattoos. part of the... That doesn't matter. <laughs> but the, you understand, when you have social media, this yeah. combo and the, and the personality, it your that's brain. a lethal uh, uh, so weapon. Uh, the question, uh, the question for any one of you can can answer: What's his position? What is his real position? Tre quattrista. Of Zaniolo. Mm. I think a winger. He's a winger. Personally, he, right a winger. I think I think right winger. Right Whenever wing. I see right winger, I think he does best there because he has the speed. He knows how to cut, and he can take out an opponent. So I so, I think he struggles more centrally. So you you saying as, as a winger? I think as a winger he so he uh, the four four two. No, on the 4 3 3. No, no, like a 4 3 3. 4 3 3. Yeah. The 4 3 3? Yeah. What about you? I see more towards the middle because I see this is speed, mm. the way he progresses. He changes speed while he's running, he goes to that next gear. And that gives you the advantage what, to what take What do you think? I don't know if we know his real position yet. Well, he's been playing a little bit of both because yeah. even in this plays game everywhere. he played as the second striker with correct well, with Tammy right I, yeah right I now between the lines yeah. no, Mourinho put him up front with uh, yeah. with uh, Tammy with, Ab yeah. with uh, Tammy right the two mm -hmm. up front there I mean I've seen him he had some chances where he could score he's been uh, he hit the post uh, he's a little bit late he, he takes a beautiful shot but he's a little bit late and somebody pushes him he goes on the floor I don't know, uh, you know, is real? Is he really a forward, uh, uh, like a forward forward, or should he come from behind? I think he should come from behind. From he behind, I don't know. I I would like to see him on the four two three one as a right mid. The three, yeah, one of yeah. those yeah. three players, right. you know, either on the, the left or on the right. On the right. That's got it because uh, he puts he puts his ball on the left to take the yeah, shot. Right. Okay. That's a, you know, if uh, the, if listen, for the for uh, the uh, people uh, uh, for our audience, if you wanna, I, you can write in and 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 yeah, tell us. Sometimes uh, it's you know, also else. how the player is uh, shape wise. I mean, how is he physically? That's probably what also the the uh, the coach will give him a certain assignment based also on his physical aspect of that current moment to do less running, to do more running, depend also on how he feels uh, physically. 
like I like He's, the beg to disagree with Lude on the on the previous statement that he made about Mourinho. Mourinho is not a uh, this mis, mis magi, magician that you guys are. I didn't say was it. Well, anyway, so you t- you said that. Did I say magician? No, well, sort of. So said he, he takes away the be- the bad apples. Yes, and that's he fills up. That's a magician. Let me just remind you something about Mourinho. Let me just remind you something about Mourinho. Okay, you want a triplet? Take it easy. Take it easy. Okay, you had your chance. No, it's my chance. Okay, this is what Mourinho does. When he was at Real Madrid, they were they were killing AC Milan to get Kaká from AC Milan. He gets Kaká, Kaká gets benched, Kaká careers is over. When he was at Chelsea, what did he do? He gets Fechenko from AC Milan. Tutte due palloni d'oro. Don't laugh. He takes Fechenko, he sits him on the bench, and his Fechenko career is over. No, that I blame his wife. Yes, that well, I blame Fechenko's wife. Mourinho, and Mourinho. Then he goes. Where else? What was the next team? He goes to uh, uh, um, Manchester United. Manchester United. Pogba. What did he do? Mourinho. Pogba. He destroys Pogba. Then he goes to Tottenham. So uh-huh. it's just all Mourinho. It's Mourinho. I don't think so. It's Mourinho's mentality that when things <coughs> they don't go right, not one hundred percent, seventy percent they don't go right. He's starting to focus on the big gun and the, the, the and the leaders of the team, and he destroys them. In Real Madrid, and then I'm going to finish with this. He destroyed, he tried to destroy the best defense on, on the world with Sergio Ramos, you name it. Those are the people that they won the world championship for Spain two years in a row and the European championship. This guy here gets into the head of people. To, the, uh, to me, I wouldn't even hire him if he will be paying me. Listen, Mori- Mourinho, the thing is, I think he's a great coach and he's obviously a great psychologist, right? Mm, I as don't know about that, that. He is. Because there's a lot of players that they would literally run through the wall, and they've said it for Mourinho. I think it's also a matter of fit. I think Mourinho and Real Madrid—that's not the right fit for Mourinho. Mourinho needs that us versus everyone type of mentality, and he tried to do the same thing with that Real Madrid locker room. Whereas, like you said, Sergio Ramos, Casillas are not going to buy into that hatred. He uses every for, tool available for yeah. ba- complaining, against Barca. The referees, there's a, the media. Exactly. There's He'll a, use everything there's a rivalry versus Barca, but I'm not going to say these are my enemy. I'm going to do everything in my power to kill my enemy. Enemy. That's that's Mourinho's mentality. I just do not see do Mourinho everything. on a long-term project. I don't know. For, I do not yeah. see a Mourinho like I a Gasperini. But you got to give him credit. I agree with this. No, I agree with this. Project, well, like a Gasperini staying but a long you know time why? Because team. Mourinho, if you look, everywhere he's been, he's only been there for two, Agreed. three years right. because he drains his players. Uh, well, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not go there. Listen to me. Let's wrap Please. This topic up. Look at the stats and look at what he does. Mourinho, except for the first year that he won in, Por- in Portugal, he always inherited top of the line teams with the world class players. What about players. Ancelotti? Wait a moment. We're talking about Mourinho right now. Mourinho, <laughs> sure, start with Ancelotti. Ancelotti has won. With, with the, who? With the Real Madrid. Oh, uh, and with who team. else? We'll take it easy. He, he won with the... Uh, PSG. Yeah. Bayern. Chelsea. 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 Sometimes his attitude backfires listen, on Mourinho listen when he complains me. with listen. the media Mourinho, and, that, and the refs and all that. The second gets, statement that Ludovico made... And, and they make him pay. He can have really stay on the same team for more than two years. Then... Right, let's get, okay, let's see what Gaetano thinks. You want to say something quickly on this? Uh, real quick uh, with Mourinho. I mean, I, I think he did a fantastic job with Inter and the triplet. I mean, that was something that as an 
was never done. So what he did there, I mean, that that to me was some some job. But what what he was saying is, I think that when the team is not doing well, or if he's not playing well, he will do something before the end of the game, so that at off. the end of the game you talk about Mourinho, you don't talk about yeah. how bad they played. So he will go yeah. like this. Or we'll go like that. <laughs> it will go like that. Or, or like, yeah. one shift, th- shift the focus. Yeah. One time they they played really a bad game. I don't remember who they played. I think <laughs> Lazio. I don't remember. He got everybody in the middle of the. The game was over. He got in the in the middle of the the field. Everybody made a circle, and so at the end of the game, and he talked to the players. At the end of the game, they wanted to know what Mourinho said to the players right in the center. Yeah. I mean, he could have done it in the locker room. He could have done it. No, he did it in the center of the field so that at the end of the game, the question was, what did you tell the players now that the team and played? And now what well? happened right. in the 90 right. minutes? Right. right. Yeah, so, yeah. He shifts the attention. Yeah. Yes. No, no. He definitely, he definitely uh, does that for sure. Uh, he, I think he's uh, smarter than a lot of people give, give him credit for. Um, to save himself and to put him in a better position, but moving on from but this. But he brings uh, Mike. Yeah. Chose to finish. He brings charisma. He sells newspapers. Yeah, he gets course. people he's attached to the TV. Yeah, he's, he's a, a character. Hundred percent. And yeah, yeah, when nothing, they interview him, people want to watch. And he okay, also hundred percent. And, and one thing about Roma, especially in Roma, he it's demands, not an easy city to, he, uh, to a, coach. But he demands respect. Of course. Okay, because there are some coaches that they're not respected and they're not respected in front of everybody he demands respect and he and he creates some kind of togetherness i mean i know people that have been with him and they have seen him in action and they've seen him at one time he walked in and everybody was sitting and everybody at the table and everybody was uh, was drinking and he realized that uh, the the uh, some part of the staff the ones that clean the clothes, they were drinking a different wine than the staff, than the coaches. And he said, why are they not drinking the same wine as uh, my staff? He goes, change that wine, because everybody drinks the same wine. That's the type of guy, and he will bring everybody from the guy that cleans uh, the clothes to the the staff, he will try to bring everybody that's, together. That's good. That's good, good to hear, especially hearing. Yeah, it you know why? Because he's not paying hand. the bills. That's why. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> they gotta give him a car somewhere. But moving on, Roma. You gotta be Porto one. <laughs> Roma did play Atalanta though, and on the other side, Atalanta are kind of in a drought. Uh, actually, they only have one Serie A win their past seven games. So it seems like. Zapata is really, really badly missed, and mm. he's going to be out for the season. A lot of people saying, "Oh, Atalanta's magic's over. Oh, they're not the team that they once were." Do you guys see that? Do you think it's a rough patch, as how we see every other team, or do you think there's something more to that? I think Zapata is it's a, it's a, it's a main staple uh, for uh, for Atalanta, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's not. I'm not saying that uh, Atalanta is Zapata dependent, but uh, Zapata is. It's Zapata the band. <laughs> no, Zapata. It's it's the it's rock. But even Muriel not yeah. doing what he did right, in, the, yeah. in the past. Well, Muriel, the right Muriel, time. Bravo, Ludo. The, the, the right. Uh, yeah, place, but the Ludo's right. Time. right. Oh. Muriel, we, we 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 are used to see Muriel coming in uh, yeah. when the game and is already uh, and uh, started. And taking the chestnuts right out of the fire. So Zapata is <laughs> not, not an easy now. an easy player to to sub. So uh, I, I think he's suffering for that. But other than that, do you guys think uh, there's something more uh, to no. this Atalanta or do you think their spark kind of fell and they're not going to be a yeah. uh, top 4 contender anymore? 
they're still, they're they're still, still right there. I just right think there. with Juventus, obviously, with the Vlahovic signing, he's he's really been able to lead this Juve to where to where they have to be. I think, which is I don't think it's Champions only the Vlahovic uh, signing with Juventus. I don't think so. But we'll, we'll discuss I think more. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that. But is that definitely, on the agenda? Yeah, yeah. Of but course. definitely, I think this Atalanta team without the Zapata. I think if Inter without Zeko, uh, me. Milan obviously without Ibrahimovic, but if you guys were without Leao, who I think is the best player of Milan, so just imagine one of your best players being out. I think all the teams would would really yeah, but struggle. Why? Why won't you not? If you know that, if you as a coach and as an organization, Percassi and Gasperini identify as Zapata being the main problem, why won't you intervene in the January market and try to get a forward? Yeah, I and agree try with to you. replace. I, I mean, you're not going to be able to replace him 100. percent but at least you have somebody that can guarantee even a free You should agent. have somebody even with similar agent. qualities. Correct. But this is also the same problem as Inter, for example. Zeko, out of the equation, you don't have that target number nine. Yeah. There's only one at Inter. You're right. And this has been a problem for uh, Atalanta. I mean, I'm sure Piontek was available for Fiorentina, for example. But he was also available for uh, for uh, uh, Atalanta. Yeah. I don't think Gasparini sees much on Piontek. Or, or uh, somebody after. like Abraal. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, you no, know, no, these guys, 17, They 18, went after Boga. They did spend for Boga. I think I know it was Boga a was, a, was I like a good... It. I like it as but a not signing, someone but he's not a, the number nine. Not in a box, that correct. Uh, that's going to win of, you those play. games. I just don't see that same spark, that same characteristics I think that uh, To me, they hit a rough patch, Ludo. They hit a rough patch. They are hitting a rough patch. And I think, it's one uh, of those seasons that things do not go. But also, uh, it's a very tricky season this year because you can't, you can't guess a game. Yeah, it's true. There's so many, for, for example, so another, many good teams. Another great play, Ilicic. Mm, Again, yeah. he went into... He has personal, yeah, reasons. personal, you know, problems. We, personal yeah. reasons. We wish him we wish him well, but Nobody expected a second time. But uh, uh, I think I found the solution, and I, I want to ask Gaetano if he agrees with me. Gaetano, don't you think a lot of no. teams? Don't you think <laughs> that a lot of teams they adjusted to Atalanta's style of play? They now they don't let be the, the aggressor. They actually go and they press them high too. Yeah, the teams they do adjust every week. I mean, because now you see all the videos. I mean, you see yeah. exactly, you know exactly what the other team is going to do. Footsteps, mm-hmm. every footsteps. Yeah, yeah. You know everything with the video. You're, you know everything. They have a week to study your opponent. Right. So, yeah, they do adjust mm-hmm. to to the way Atalanta. But I think Atalanta. Uh, What's their problem? This year, uh, I don't know if that uh, motivation is is there to to um, to be in the top. Four. I don't think they are top four team what anymore. What changes though? Is the competition is it them? It's tough. Like, the competition is, is well, tough, Mike. You know, sometimes know, one win in seven you games. Know, I, you have a bad game. Let's say Milan. You know, they tie uh, and they have a bad game against the last place team. And you know, they have a bad game. They have a bad game. But then the next game, they come up and they. You know they win five nothing. You know, or exactly. they go and and uh, you, you know. I would like now. to now see the reaction of Napoli the next game, which they have a tough game. I think against Verona. Verona yeah. You know, you lost one one nothing. Now you got to come up the next game, and you have to win that game with Katsima. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the difference. Do you have those play the quality reacting, players yeah. to react, or maybe uh, those players? We we spoke with uh, Pauli yesterday, and we said, "What's the difference between a good player but and a champion?" You know, and I agree with him, and I, I have seen this all the time. You know, the great player they go out, they play there, but what makes the difference with a champion? The champion, when you 
come out on the 10th round and you have nothing left. There's nothing there. You're dead. Your mind, they found a way to fight mm-hmm. and stay in the ring. There's that guy. He said, yeah, he's a great fighter, but he comes out in the tent and he said, that's it, I give up. And they go down. Yeah. That's the difference. I also think, in regards to Atalanta, I think that the initial project that uh, Atalanta started, I think it's over. Basically, hold on, I'll explain. I think from that project, if, if from the type of players that, uh, uh, and what Atalanta tried to do, I think they were squeezed like lemons. Where do we go from here? Like yes, we did qualify for Champions League three, four years. Yes, we do probably qualify for the next round of Champions League, but then it's over. Where do we go? Where do we go from here? And that's going back to what Gaetano said. What are the next steps? Steps, motivation. Yeah. So now you have this new group. That's what I was about to say. Now you have this new this group new that just that invested four hundred million. Yeah. Now do we take the team the and spend level. the money and take it to the less, you know, to the next, next level? level yeah. Or we're gonna stay fourth, yeah. fifth, sixth, fourth, fifth, sixth, yeah. qualify for the next round of Champions mm. League and then get knocked out? But you need constant, you know, motivation, or you're gonna sit in into that reality. That's the question of the, uh, you know, for next year for Atalanta. I do want to say, I do think it, it it is a mixture of things, especially competition, uh, seeing where they do stand as a Serie A team. Because before they were a top four team, but a lot of people questioned if they had enough of the juice, enough of the the roster to really f- win the Scudetto. It was more of like a dream and like a miracle rather than it being closer to a reality. And it seemed like. Um, not saying they didn't push for the Scudetto, but instead of buying top players to win the Scudetto, maybe it seemed like they wanted to stay in that top four rather than go for more. Like a Milan, like a Juventus, like Inter, like a Napoli. A team like Atalanta takes a toll. When you play Wednesday and Sunday, Champions League, and then yeah. you play, you know, Serie A on Sunday, it takes a toll based on the roster that you, you know, that you, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that you have. It, it does take a toll. But uh, you have to also remember that a lot of things have to align. The yeah, stars okay. have to align for, for you to win the Scudetto. Mm. Like we discussed before. The like, triplete, yeah. the, the, the Ranieri at la, uh, last. I mean, all these things, have they, to, whatever things you have, touch has they, to be gold. Exactly. Things have to, to turn into gold. stay on track. And when you lose, arguably, two of your better players, Ilicic and Zapata, it's very difficult for Atalanta to make that next step. And then also with... Without the cash, let's say, without having someone that's going to be able to spend money and buy the better players, it's hard to make Why that jump. Why would you sell gold since in January yeah. and not wait until June? Yeah. yeah. So there's there's I mean, so many yeah, different yeah. things to, to look Why? at. You, but, you, you want to qualify for Champions League. Why sell the player? Yeah. In six months. Yeah. But to be fair, they're right there. I think they Atalanta still has a game at hand. A game at hand, yeah. So they're, they're in, the, in the mix. It's just... Sometimes you need that little lady luck. Juventus versus Fiorentina in the Coppa Italia. They didn't have one shot on, on target. Mm-hmm. And they end up winning the game one nothing. Still with no so, shot on target, though. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, things have to fall into place. In years past, Muriel will come in and, and find mm-hmm. a way to score. This year they, they don't have that guy. No, Mark, it's a combination of, of, of teams that got a lot of better. Serie A is one of the best campionato. Yeah. We are discussing this day in and day out with the help of Paramount Plus, that this team see right now in Serie A, they make a tough competition. So Atalanta, if uh, last year, well, one or two years ago, well, I won, which I would just uh, destroy Roma. Right now, they wound up losing, you know, they tie in game that they normally would have won. So it is tough. 
nobody, nobody. Whoever will watch Atalanta last year, two years ago, what was the first thing you would say when you watched oh. the game on TV? Are these guys on drugs? Yeah. 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 They're on machines. Never stop. They're on machines. Stop. No, it's true. <laughs> Never stop. It's true. But moving on, Peter was talking about Juventus and uh, talking about sometimes you do need that lady luck. And they did win 1-0 against Spetia today. I don't know how many people saw the match, but it wasn't the most convincing wins. Spezia were pretty much in the game almost the whole time. They had a couple chances almost to equalize. Morata got the goal. He almost he missed uh, one that could have made it 2-0. Uh, but regardless, Juventus got that classic Allegri 1-0 gritty uh, tough win. Ugly, defended. ugly win. Ugly win, but yeah. that's that's his style. That's how he goes, you I'm know. Um, no, no. <laughs> you need but, to win those ugly games exactly. sometimes in order to reach. As a good team, you gotta get those games. But Allegri likes to overdo it. That's his style. But they are on a 14-game unbeaten streak in Serie A, and they are only four points away from Napoli and made a gap of six points away from Atalanta. So it seems like they want to lock in that top four spot right there. Um, but Gaetano, I want a question for you. Um, with the I know you uh, saw a little bit of the game, so the highlights, uh, seeing how they play. Did they convince you for to be a Scudetto winning team, or do you think they have it? Do you think they don't have it? Have it? They're creeping up slowly. Where do you what so, do you make their season out to be? So when uh, when you have a way, that especially the three top teams, to go and go four, five, six points ahead, and you don't do it, you're making teams like Juventus hang around. And you're now within striking uh, distance. distance. Yeah. And now some of the players are starting saying, hey, we believe that we can catch you. Now, you have to understand also how many injuries um, Juventus has. They had like nine the last time, I believe. The last time you went over, they had yeah. nine, injuries nine injuries with top, top players. you know, like, Starters. Like Chiesa, Bonucci, and Chiellini, and things like that. So what happens... <laughs> If you let them hang around in the fourth position, in the fifth position, when these guys start coming back, hey, you never know. Trouble for the rest of the team. Yes. It's either trouble or it's going to get worse. Well, I'll tell mean? you why. Because the, 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 the great-grandparents of grandfathers that is naming, like Bonucci and Chiellini, those two guys, is probably the biggest liability that Juventus had. And the fact that they're not playing right now, this is one of the main reasons that Juventus is winning. I so I, I, I will not, you know... That's the glasses are full. It's just not uh, not quite. Uh, you know, uh, you know. Let me just stitch my mouth before I say something wrong. I'm, I'm just interested in hearing what Ludo has to say because for me, this Juventus team desperately needed a Vlahovic, and I think the main reason why this team is playing better or have been undefeated for for these 14 games is because they know now that you have a number nine up top that can score goals and you can play and your allegri system yeah. and he'll just score and find a way to score well, yeah i think we have to start we have to start from the hat from the top and the top is you are playing for a club like juventus juventus as an organization uh installs on the players that winning mentality that when you reach Juventus, you are in a winning club. You play to win, and you have to reach that mentality. Certain players do not reach right away that, that mentality. It takes a little bit of time. Some of them do it right away. Now, when you have a coach like Allegri, that first of all, based on what he had, he said, I need to work on the defense. 
First, let's not get them. Then we'll find a way to score. Now, you buy a player like uh, uh, Vlaovic that could put the ball in the net. You sell a couple of players. You reorganize the, uh, the team. You get a first tie. You get a win. You get another win. Now you do start winning. But it's the approach of Juventus, the Serie A approach, the mentality that Juventus in the big games, when they need to show up, they do not fail. They do show up. And they will give you a game. And they will find some way, like a big team and a strong team, mentally will find a way to win it. I think that goes beyond bringing in a Vlaovic or another player. It's the overall uh, mentality and what that shirt and what that club means to Serie A and the, uh, and, and, uh, and the mentality of finding a way to win, showing up I, for the important games and not yeah. failing the important appointments. Well, I, I, I think you. I can summarize is uh, that Juventus will have a bad game and they'll win the game. Exactly. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, because a, 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 big t- a strong team That's mentally will do. find a way to win the game. Right. Baludo, a question for you. Do they have what it, what, what's your percentage for you? Do they have what it takes to creep in and kind of take the Scudetto towards the last day of the season or something like I that? Think, I think, think personally, the Scudetto is for Inter to lose. Mm. And, uh, right, I, I think it's overall the roster based on what we spoke before. I think Inter is the better equipped overall team to win the Scudetto. Juventus there, ready to take advantage, ready to jump on you, ready to hurt you if you give Juventus the opportunity. They are still behind. But I think Juventus, based on the team that uh, that uh, uh, Allegri uh, uh, has uh, since the beginning of the year, getting into Champions League, getting those 40, 50 million, you already spent 70 you invest a little bit more of money in the summer uh, uh, transfer market, you could have a very uh, good competitive team uh, 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 next year with certain changes. Yes, well, you do need to change the two uh, center backs. I mean, the, the uh, uh, Chiellini and You already changed them. They rarely play. One of them, yes, but you need to find a replacement. Ludo, they rarely play those two center backs that you say. Bonucci and Chiellini, they rarely play. This is probably the Bonucci main reason why Juventus is not taking goals with those two, with those two uh, second... Uh, Second they just won the Euro for Italy. Take it easy. And they just won Come was on. last year. Don't say that. It was recent. They have now Rugani. <laughs> they have Rugani. They have De Ligt. The Shilio is coming back little by little. You know, they're, sc- they're uh, scrappy. I'll tell scrappy you one thing. thing. In a big, big game, you put Chiellini there. And then for <laughs> that big game, is, 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 is that going to make you score a goal? Out of the year, uh, uh, how, many, how many more big yeah, many games can he play? Six, seven, eight? Whatever yeah. he plays. But yeah. when there's a big game and you need it, you put him there. I think Ibrahimovic just played more than Chiellini. You are guaranteed it's not going to make the other. No, no. But I think the biggest thing is that the league has recently come out saying that he's now interested in this Juventus project. I think what Agnelli did, realizing that this is a time that Juventus have to push for that Champions League because without the Champions League money, we're not going to be able to do anything. And investing the money now, instead of saying, let's see what happens in June. Then so you have a guy a like Paratici that gets that plays from you. Of course, that helps as well. Yes, that helps as well. <laughs> that he still works for Juventus <laughs> and he buys those players. You see? And now you already pay for... Uh, 
for Valvic. Yeah, no, of course. But at the same time, they made the moves to get the player. And I understand what you're saying as far as Allegri and even with this Juventus. I don't think the way that this Juventus team started out was what they really were. The players that they have is they have caliber players that should be pushing for Scudetto. Um, what they were missing was that number nine. That's why I reference Vlahovic as being that missing piece. And maybe it was just a but little I don't too late. Think, For next you know, year, I, they have something. I don't think we should be talking about Juventus as far as the Scudetto. No, no, not for you the Scudetto. You have 30, 40 Scudettos no, no, as Scudetto, much as no. they, they have. They won nine in a row. It's taking Juventus to the next level. What yeah. do we need? All right, you made the, the error with Ronaldo. You got away from that. You made a few errors by obtaining players at zero cost and just... Uh, uh, paying them their salary. Oh, that guy's available from Arsenal. Oh, let's get him. Oh, that plays also bad. Oh, it doesn't cost us anything. Here's eight million play. No, you need to find prospects. Mm -hmm. You need to find players that do fit in the project. And I'm going to finish with this. I don't think Dybala should be part of the future of the project of Juventus. That's my opinion. I think Juventus should step away from Dybala and invest with that money, that contract invested on another play that could guarantee you more, be more consistent and not only 10, 15 games a year. That's my opinion. Ludo Dybala is out already. Even oh, though the paper, that, even that though, I do not know. Uh, don't know. Even though opinion. the paper, they don't say it, Dybala is out. Anto, what's your source? You got an inside source? I just know somebody. I'm not what do you think? You, you think Dybala should be part of I the Juventus he's project? He's out. Is I mean, he's got all the quality of the number 10 of a, a of, a, of, a, of a great player, but uh, he gets hurt all mm. the time. And you, you cannot count on the big game. When the big game comes, he's sitting on the bench. He's sitting in tribuna. So, uh, I, you I think a lot of those injuries are psychological? No, uh, no. Yeah. I, uh, I think if you keep getting hurt and every year, year after year, at one point, maybe after a few years, they could become psychological but maybe physically he's not there he's not he's not there and the way the way that Allegri wants him to play you know up and down up and down up and down he's not he's not that he's not that kind of player and I see him slight slight tackle him you know in uh, in his own half Dybala is not the the player Mm -hmm. to slight tackle in his own half you know, he's a he's a finesse player. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's that player in the last in the last 25, 30 yards. You the give creator, the, the creator, yeah. the fantasy, you know, the, the, right. the, the, the yeah. yeah. I, I, so I, when you give I, him I, when you give him the captain's armband, I feel that he cannot handle the pressure of that captain's it, armband putting the team on his shoulder. If you don't give it to him, then he becomes depressed and he thinks, oh, Juventus doesn't believe in me. Because I don't count. Ludo, uh, Ludo, Dybala was was supposed to be signed already as we speak now. Dybala was supposed to be have a signed contract before Christmas. The fact that we are in March, getting into April, and Dybala hasn't been signed, that is a very bad omen. Number uh, one. Anto, I think that has nothing to do. I think based on the times, the the COVID, the economic situation, TV rights. Not only Juventus, but a lot of teams are waiting to re-sign players until the last moment because of money yeah. issues and economic situation uh, all around. It's not just a Juventus 
Let uh, me just uh, say uh, what decision. I say, what I think. Gaetano had a good point before when he said Dybala should not really be tackling on his own midfield. Dybala è un cassano, he's the one, è un palleggiatore. There are few in Serie A that they can know. He has quality, he has feet, he has quality. There are five or six, non in three or four maybe, yeah. non even feet five. quality, no doubt. Non Absolutely. even in one end, che sono questi palleggiatori, those, those ball handlers that they can, they can make creativity and something happen to, the, you know, they bring the, the entire team. Dybala... When I see him slight lacking and try to play defense to please Allegri and company up there like uh, Agnelli and the lapdog, that means the pressure is on. He said, unless you show me that you're doing all of those things that you've been asked, you're not, but you, can you might not be you, signed. Unless you play. I don't think Dybala, Dybala has been written well, off so I, far. I, I, I think what, I 100%, get, not 90%, 100% is out. I get what you're saying to an extent. Yeah, you can't depend on Dybala. He doesn't guarantee you a certain amount of games and to give him the captain's armband for him to be the bandiera, you need someone that's going to be there for the, for the games, someone you can count on. And that's been a huge question mark. The past few seasons for Dybala hasn't been a one-time thing. It's been multiple things. Now, the question is, uh, I wouldn't... I'm thinking I would sign... I would re-sign him. But then you think, if you don't re-sign him, who else is there? Is there someone someone in Serie A or someone that you guys are aware of that can take his position, that, can, that has his qualities, that can guarantee you those games? Because to me, I don't see anyone else. So if I... Like just, I would just resign him based on the fact because there's no one else. I don't think that could fill yeah, his spot right now. You're talking about eight, uh, seven, eight million a year uh, after tax. Now you, you're looking at thirteen, fourteen million. Who's there? Okay, four. who are you signing? You that's, don't. That's you don't... fifty, sixty million. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, I could buy someone. <laughs> I mean, who are you gonna get though? Who comes to mind Mike, that could? Mike, I don't think. See, uh, what I hear. A lot of Juventus fans around me yeah. that surround me in my life. <laughs> He's surrounded. Scudetto, Scudetto, Juventus Scudetto. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing the Scudetto. Yeah. It's not about the Scudetto. It's the project. How? What does Juventus need to become a Real Madrid, a Bayern Munich, a Liverpool? These types of teams. Oh, I see to go to the next level in Champions League yeah. and make an impact. It's not about the Scudetto anymore. It's done. Let's talk about the next project. Mm -hmm. That's okay. what I think the focus of Juventus should be. And that's what I think they are thinking about. Okay, very quickly. Resign Dybala, Anto? No. Ludo? No. Peter? Come to Inter. So, <laughs> no, if you, if you were... If you, if you were the management, would you no, resign him? No, I was making a joke. Yeah, no. Uh, no. Man has a sense okay, of you. I would resign him by change his position. Ooh. Like in front of the defense, right, Gatano? In front of the Dybala <laughs> is a little messy. Look at the way Messi plays and just play the same position that Messi plays. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. The, pro the problem is Allegri doesn't give him that flexibility. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that, that's, that's why you don't that, sign him. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to sign him. Aguilar, you know, I don't know if, he, if him and Allegri... They're not. Click. No, they hate yeah. each other. So you <laughs> can have different ways of seeing yeah. the uh, yeah. of the game based right. on uh, okay. right. the Guys, season. Uh, we talked a lot. The thing that we didn't talk about is the big game. I think everyone knows what's Ludo knows what I'm talking about. Anto knows what I'm talking about. That's why I'm Peter here. Peter nah. Gaetano smiling at me the whole time because he knows what I'm talking about. I was all fired up before <laughs> for that game. <laughs> reload the ammo. Reload the ammo. Because guys, we are here to talk about Napoli versus 
Milan. I just want to set the foundation, let you guys, let the ideas percolate, let the emotions come back. And while I set the stage right yeah. now, let, let them go last. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you yeah. guys go last. Go Hopefully, last. You got, I'll tie your hands behind your back so there's no uh, fist fighting or anything like that because we're all friends here. We're all fratelli, no, right? No, right? You see what it's <laughs> not? Yeah. We're all no, entitled no. to our own opinion. This is the instigation no. <laughs> that is going on. I was, I was kidding. Oh, you was, it was yeah, kidding. Yeah. Okay. But regardless, if you guys are living on the rock, Milan did get a huge 1-0 victory at the Maradona. Marco witnessed it firsthand. He was pitch side. He interviewed uh, the goal scorer, the MVP of the game, Olivier the Giroud. Champion. The world champion. The only world champion on the field, I I, I believe you're right, right? Um, Olivia Giroud, but yes, Milan did win 1-0. Calabria shot, Giroud deflected it in, and they ended up winning 1-0. First, I just got to say, I'm really disappointed in how Napoli came out, especially at home, at the Maradona, tied with Milan. They did not seem hungry enough. I think Milan played a very good match, close to perfect match, closed them, pressured them, didn't let them be creative, and did what they had to do. Their defense was very solid with Kalulu Tomori, absolute incredible players over there. Kalulu, just want to say, playing right back, switching the center back, he looks flawless there, so good. Now I got to talk about the players that didn't step up. A lot of players didn't step up for Napoli. Insignia, their captain, very disappointed. I wanted, I thought he should have carried the team on his back here. Zielinski, very quiet. The one person on attack who tried his best, I think, was Victor Oshiman. But he did not have a lot of help from his teammate. He was fighting. He was running his ass off for 90 minutes. But he didn't have the support of his team to really do something. Even Koulibaly in defense was also trying to go and attack to try to muster a real chance. Oh, there's a lot. But uh, there, there's a lot of thing that was going on. Fabian was very quiet. A lot of the players that were supposed to step up for Napoli didn't really step up. And on the other hand, I do got to give credit to Milan too. It's not just on Napoli because I think they played a very good game plan. I think Pioli really got Napoli off their groove over here and this was a huge statement win because the winner which is Milan is right now first in Serie A right now so I want to lend the mic off first to who's going to start first I want to give it to Peter first I just uh basically what was on your mind prior to the match and what what changed after it and during it prior to the match I thought Napoli had the upper hand uh, because one, they're playing home. home. Two, Milan played Inter the the week we're in Coppa Italia. So even uh, you know the the minutes in the in the players' legs, and I felt Napoli also uh, had a big uh, I guess psychological advantage winning that last minute, uh, you know, scoring that last minute goal and winning versus a Lazio. Um, where maybe Lazio should have had, or or maybe they had better chances in the first half. Maybe could have closed the game earlier, and Napoli were able to overcome that. Um, you know, that's what I thought, especially after that Lazio game. Seeing Spalletti, you know, really emotionally, he, he was crying <laughs> to a certain yeah. extent. Where he, I think he said, "This is a de- this is a game that you win if you're looking for the scudetto." I know you're gonna say we're never in for the scudetto, but I think in in this right now where we are Napoli have to 
I at least have a little belief that they're right there for the taking. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was surprised. I thought, obviously, the Barcelona game, the thrashing, also had a similar effect with Inter with Liverpool. And I think even with this Napoli game versus a Milan, like, I I was so disappointed because I really wanted Napoli to come out. Not saying that I wanted Napoli to win. I think as a neutral fan or rather Inter fan, I was hoping for a tie. Um, I didn't want anyone to jump up and steal the points. Mm. Um, oh, for your own sake, you for mean? Inter's sake, oh, yes. Wow. But at the same time, <laughs> I was hoping guy. for I was hoping for a good game, right. and I felt like Napoli were just they didn't have it. They didn't have mm-hmm. it this game, and I think Milan, uh, especially the individuals on that left hand side, Theo Hernandez and Leao, unbelievable players. I think, um, like like Mike said, Kalulu and uh, Tomori. Tomori in defense. Um, you know, they're the new modern day defenders where they're just as quick as the striker. And I think they gave a good test for, for this Napoli side. And, and Oshiman, um, you know, Oshiman did, did his part, but he was always lacking that support, like Mike said, and, and was too isolated at times. So you can only beat, you know, one, two. You can't beat the whole, whole defense. Uh, and then, listen, Milan... Although they played better, they got a, a goal that was a very much avoidable for, for Napoli. So it wasn't like you guys really finalized yeah. this game. I think you guys... Not dominated. Yeah, you, you guys got that goal. And listen, good teams find a way to score, find a way to win. And But I think the biggest part of, of this Pioli's team is the defense and, and the way that you guys are are able to transition, yeah. but also how you're able to maintain that that high press and then also that defensive block so Gaetano so I think that uh, Napoli the fans Spalletti they were not expecting that their biggest guns they disappoint them the most so Napoli played for the 4-2-3-1 that three which was Politano Zelinski and Insigne very very disappointing game and Fabian Ruiz who was on the 4-2 another disappointing game now you cannot go into a big game with AC Milan and those four big guns and you don't show up and uh, and especially you playing home you have a you know there was definitely no Katsima in this team okay you playing home, you got 60,000 people cheering for you. I mean, you got to give your blood until the last second. And I heard Marco, and he was, Marco was uh, by, uh, by the field there. He says he was listening to some of the players and Giroud and the other players screaming and yelling on top of the lung to get the, the players, you know, to play as hard as they could. You know, and that's what makes what made the difference, I think, in that game. I think that Milan really, and Milan showed me some character in that game. I mean, they went to Napoli and they were pressing Napoli in that game. I mean, you're Napoli, you you have 60,000 people behind you. You should not let them breathe out of the area. You should have put so much pressure that they, they you should have get them dizzy. But Napoli did not do it. And... I give a lot of credit to Milan because Milan, they were away. It was a very tough game. 
I mean, Giroud, uh, I saw him on the floor. Man, the guy had a gush like yeah. this. His, his, his old leg was split up. I, you knew that he needed a lot of stitches. Man, they bended that, that leg. I say he's out of the game. There's no way that he's going to be. The next game, the next play, he was sprinting 100 miles an hour to go get the ball. He's a champion. And, and, then, and then, you know, he comes out and he scores a goal and Marco interviews him. Now, you know, he interviewed him in Milano and Giro scored the winning goal. He interviews him in, in, uh, Maradona. in Maradona and he gets the winning goal. So they had a little thing going at the end of the game. Good luck charm, right? Yeah. He's going to hire him. Let's yeah. Get, <laughs> let's get Marco back in there. <laughs> He's going to move to Milano. <laughs> so, um, but listen, Napoli is still there. They got a tough game coming up. If they come out and they come out real good and they win the next game, they still going to hang up there. I, to tell you the truth, when Angissa left, Osman left, and uh, Koulibaly left for the African Cup, I said Napoli won't be able to withstand. And they did. And they're still there in first place. And now that you have all your guns there, uh, that didn't that didn't do it. Yeah, good point, Gaetano. Uh, I don't know who I want to bring this to. No, I want to. I have a couple of. Uh, okay. Go, Ludo, go. No, because I. Uh, Loser first. I want to. Uh, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> look at the look at the instigator. Okay. So, this is my take on uh, on the uh, on the situation. It's not only about a uh, a game, uh, a mentality, a winning mentality. It's not a light switch that you turn on and off. You coming off the Lazio game, or oh, now turn on the switch and you. No, it doesn't. I I don't believe in that, and I never did. Unfortunately, in Napoli, we do not have that winning culture mentality. We do not have it. The last time we had it was in 1990 when we won the second Scudetto. Maradona was there. Why? Because he was a true leader, the best player that ever lived. And all the other players, it took them to the next uh, to the next level. So we do not have that mentality. Napoli has showed us in the past that the important games, Napoli fails to show up. Yes, you're gonna have once in a while that hoorah! Oh, okay, that gives you that little bit of hope, that ounce of hope. But then you're back to you back to uh, reality. to reality. That breaks my heart to hear that, Ludo. It does. I'm it's, listen, I'm I'm realistic. Those followers, those people that know me, I I speak my mind and I speak uh, uh, the truth. I, I'm realistic. I I live the Maradona era and I'm living this uh, this era. We do not have that winning mentality. What it takes to win a game, to win something. To win this Scudetto. We come close, but then we fail at uh, at certain points. The past five games, Napoli has not been playing well. Teams have learned that they have to play Napoli really high. And they pressure us, mm -hmm. and we're not able to come out with the ball the way we used to and impose our own style of, uh, of play. Milan did that perfectly. Milan did that perfectly. I think yesterday, I think Pioli, tactically speaking, kicked Spalletti's ass. Nice. A hundred percent. Well, sir. He put on a field 
to my understanding, I rewatched the game a little bit in slow motion. What I saw was a 4-1, 4-1. The cashier that we always saw in front of the defense, he moved them up behind Giroud. Yeah. Even though Cassia, you're missing that physicality in front of the defense, but he moved them. Cassia, he moved them up. To take away Fabian Ruiz. Benicel, Benicel, uh, basically attacking, pressuring the ball carriers, Lobotka and Fabian Ruiz. Tonali, man to man, he took Zielinski to the bathroom. He followed him all over. Yeah, it took a lot of pressure. It took a lot of uh, aggressiveness. It took a lot of intensity. And if you guys notice the changes, Pioli changed all three midfielders. Those guys, they all came out of the game. Kessier, uh, Benacer, and Tonali. They were all substituted because of the amount of energy that they wasted, that they yeah. wasted yeah. applying that type of pressure. Of course, like Gaetano said, the three players did not show up. Isolated Aussie men in the in the front. Tonali did not make Zielinski move. I think at this point we should go back to a realistically speaking 4-3-3. Hmm. The 4-2-3-1 currently mm -hmm. with those uh, men is not working. Elmas for Insigne does not work. Elmas changed the game against Lazio by substituting Zielinski in the middle and creating the opportunities. That's where Elmas needs to play. Mm. Mm -mm. That too far on the left, you're right. The play, look at the last five games that Napoli played, playing from the back. We're not able, and they, everyone is attacking us very high. They're pressuring us high and not making us come out and impose our style of... Uh, style of play. Lobotka needs to have someone next to him. I think we should go back to the 4-3-3 because yesterday the midfielder Pioli outplayed us. And also I think that yes, certain teams, uh, they have, most teams, they have, okay, these are the players, these are the starters, and these are the subs. If Zielinski, Insigne, right now, they are not producing they are not in shape, you have other starters. Start those players. Start other players and not just, you know, to, to keep those people on the, uh, to keep those people on the field. This is how I saw the game yesterday. I think Milan did deserve to win, regardless of the penalty on, uh, on Osimhen. Mm -hmm. Yes, we'll probably, will see the next couple of games, another game, the same foul is gonna be committed. VAR is going to call that penalty, and that's been the issue with Serie A. When can VAR intervene? Mm -hmm. Why it does not intervene today, but it does a, a different day? That would always be the uh, dilemma. But right now, we do not, but the most of all is the mentality. We do not have the winning mentality. And we need to watch ourselves, even though we have 10 points currently from the fourth place team. If uh, Spalletti does not make certain changes on the field by starting certain players we could sunday that game sunday against verona is tougher than is going to be tougher than the milan game yesterday 
Those guys will pressure you. Those guys will attack you because mm-hmm. now they know. And Spalletti needs to do something. And also, regards to Spalletti, he needs to be more realistic. He has to get away from the Napoli mentality before he arrived to Napoli. Maradona is going to bless us. Maradona is going to do this. Maradona is Let him rest in peace. Forget about Maradona. Stop talking about Maradona. Maradona is gone. He's, he's, not, he's no longer with us. But the talk, the way to motivate the team based on Maradona, mm. that's not the way to, to do it. So I do blame uh, Spalletti, certain uh, uh, player, but also tactically, Pioli outplayed Spalletti 100% and Milan deserved to win. Okay, so for you, the blame was equal on the players and the coach, right? Yes, because you you had the game within the first 20 minutes, Napoli did play. Napoli did impose. But then uh, Milan took over with those assessments in the midfield, the way they were set up, you know, pressuring Kessier playing up, you know, pressuring the ball carriers and Tonali being the shadow of of Zielinski. He created, they, they had... Milan had that superiority. He had that. They had that extra man in the midfield that Napoli was never able to. And you cannot leave Ozzy men alone like that. Yeah. And always looking for Ozzy men and make the guy run. I, you need. I get what you're saying on that, but in terms of if the players, like Gaetano was saying, the three that were there, uh, Politano, Insigne, and Zielinski, if they showed even half the effort that Ozzy showed. I think they could have at least done something because to me, it wasn't just a tactical point from how Milan well they played them. It was the lack of hunger and the lack of bite that Napoli showed that disappointed me. That that's what disappointed that's me the, the most Mike, about it. That's though. the mentality that we do but, not have as a I didn't as see a them running after every as ball a, as a team. We don't have that. We don't because the important games, certain players that's supposed to be leaders do not show up for the game. Zilinski did not show up against Lazio. He came out, Elvis came in for him, and he changed let, the game. Let me but ask now, you. Why put Elvis uh, for Insidia? Let me ask you something, Ludo. I mean, it, it's boring. They're always playing back. You cannot <laughs> impose on the other team, even against Lazio, other games. The ball, boom, passing back, passing mm-hmm. back, passing back. <laughs> Jesus, it's annoying. Yeah. Stop. Now you need to change. Go back to the 4-3-3. Every ball gets played back. Mm. Now, you saw, who mentioned Koulibaly going up? Me. Because... Uh, there was uh, a Lobotka, lack of attack. Correct. Lobotka and what's his name? And, uh, and Fabio, Fabio were being pressured by Benazir. They couldn't move. And Koulibaly was forced to, uh, uh, to, to, uh, to come up. But there was no... We never had that player between the lines or the players between the lines that can create the superiority on, uh, on Milan, but Milan created on us. Gaetano, were you going to say something? No, real quick. You think uh, there's a lack of leadership on the on the field? Absolutely, 100%. Absolutely, 100%. I think so. It's that um, uh, in Insigne, uh, in yes. Insigne as a captain does not have no. it. Correct. No. Should Koulibaly be doing more, even though he's the next captain? Do you think he should be more vocal or try to be that voice in that locker room? Since we see yes. him, I mean, is lacking. I mean, if you, uh, one thing I want to say about AC Milan, then yeah. let him do because we're yeah. getting uh, too long. You know, there are certain players that um, if you do not perform, they'll break your leg. Mm. And I'm going, I'm, I'm saying Ibramovic, if, if you don't perform, and I remember reading the book 
of Pirlo, when they went back into the locker room, they were not afraid of the coach. They were afraid of Gattuso. Gattuso will grab you and we will punch you if you did not perform. You know, and that was the the great, great AC Milan. You know, sometimes a player like that, you know, that's what makes the the winning uh, the, the winning mentality that mm -hmm. uh, Ludo was talking about. Okay, first, go ahead. Let, let first, I want, because first, I want, I want to respond long. to Mike's trying to challenge Lugo with the, the, the three on the top with Zielinski, you know, uh, Insigne uh, and, uh, and Politano. Politano. When you have the pressure of the Milan defense being breathing on your neck, it's not easy to just move the ball forward. That's why they, they were kind of forced to pass the ball backwards. Mm -hmm. that, that's number one. Number two, they this is what was not the game for Spalletti to mirror what Pioli does on the field at the 4-2-3-1. You know that AC Milan midfield is superior in terms of intensity. AC Milan came to play with intensity. We have a lot of great midfielders. The fact that he used Kessier right on the top, right behind stuff. Giroud, is to take away Fabian Ruiz because Fabian Ruiz takes the ball from the defense and makes things All happen. All right, but on the last game, you said that was the wrong position for Well, Kessier. I didn't like that position because <laughs> I like, I, listen, I like I like more. In this particular case, I liked it. I'll tell you the reasons why. Because Brahim Diaz, it's not somebody that physically can take you out. But uh, uh, Kessier was asked just to physically take Fabian Ruiz out. Number one. Number two. It's your fault if you Napoli lost. First of all, <laughs> oh, wait, boy. Ludovico. First of all, you have that stupid mentality that the superstitious BS doesn't work. Peter <laughs> didn't show up, didn't sit on that chair. <laughs> that was Sabrina that showed up. Giuseppe Falanga's wife. Let me finish. It's my turn. That should not have been here. Sabrina. I saw Napoli lost because of Mike. You know Mike, it's Ludovico. Listen to me. And Sabrina, this is this is the fact. Yes. Sabrina had an AC Milan overall like mine. Overall. overall. <laughs> <laughs> she had a similar jacket and yeah. under the jacket had Calabria, Davide Calabria shirt. Why? He's the one that took the shot she, because Calabria is her favorite, her no, favorite player. Because she's and from be, Calabria. Uh, which <laughs> she likes Calabria. He's right. He's right. Calabria he's right. is the favorite player that she likes. Calabria took the shot and Giroud just up and right in it's your fault that's number one number two <laughs> you already said number two Spalletti Spalletti the shot that Calabria took it was going at the throwing right Spalletti is a choker Spalletti will not try something that is in this particular case creative to put some pressure in his line like you said Osiman white by himself. You have to put more on the midfield and he failed to do that. So what he did, he made the subs that he was not supposed to make. Insigne for me shouldn't even start at the beginning from the second half. Insigne should have been pulled out. Insigne was never a factor on the game. He stayed over there for 65 minutes until he got subbed without doing anything. He didn't take a shot. He didn't do a creative pass. He didn't Too do late. anything. Also, the subs. The subs, the were, subs late, were late. And the, the subs came in in wrong in position. In the wrong position. Based where, where they were. The defense, listen. The defense gave they up held a goal. Their own. Was what, what do you call that? A ping pong goal? What do you call that? Took the shot. Yeah, took the shot. Yeah, deflection. I mean, foosball goal. <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's one of those goals, but technically, you know. I, when the defense, well, there's nothing you can when uh, the subs came in it seems like they were a little it bit just more for five alive. minutes got down yeah. for five Who minutes knows? and that's it then 
not just. I mean, Unas, but he Unas, came and he did more Unas than everything. Unas took the shot with the yeah. left. Yeah, right. was Unas. He took a no, left shot. Unas, yes, Unas. I thought, yeah, I got confused it, with Elmas. You're right. He took Absolutely. a left shot, which was... Very well, at least they said... At least they said they took a shot. They took a shot. Mertens took a shot. They tried to do something. Guys, one thing that is missing over here. Excuse me, Ludo. Kalulu is a staple on the AC Milan defense. Just write it down right here. We don't need any even, even more defender. We don't need Kajer. We don't need any more. That's it. It's over. Kalulu is a staple. We have no Tomori. We have no Kalulu. We have Calabria, Florenzi to sub. And we have Theo Hernandez on right inside. We don't need anybody. We don't need, this is the team. <laughs> This is the team, without laughing, that is going to win the campionato. So you can get rid of your captain? What do you mean? Who's my captain? Oh, Romagnoli? Please, <laughs> I will give it to you. And I will pay you to take him. Romagnoli. You want him out? Romagnoli is Nana defender that okay, he can play okay, on okay, just a quick question. Let him play on Fiorentina. Let him play on another team. And we'll oh. take... And we'll take... Oh. Uh, hold on. I hope Joe Baron is not Oh, no. Sleep. I hope Joe Baron is listening. I want... their sleeping. I want their center <laughs> defender over there. I want Milenkovic to come to AC Milan. And we'll give you Romagnoli. No, I think you, you just said Kalulu and Tomori yeah, your future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, you want Listen, Milenkovic. if I have to play a defender, I'd rather to have uh, uh, Milenkovic. I have a lot. Of, uh, I like him a lot more than uh, the Romagnoli. Romagnoli is not an easy Milan caliber. Okay, and right. Anto, one more question for yeah. you in terms of uh, how Milan played. Did this? How much did this prove to you how serious they are for the Scudetto? Because when we did the stream, you weren't nervous at all. Does I wasn't this, nervous. Does this prove more to you that they got this win? Uh, does this solidify more that they can really go until the final match day? Listen, in terms of mentality. Listen, besides the mind game that you know. Uh, I'm accustomed to, but yeah. uh, uh, this game has shown that AC Milan is not there to take chances or to try something. They went over there attacking Napoli on their home because a game is a game. The Fattore Campo does not exist when you want to win the game. So AC Milan, they just put the, the, the ear plug, the players, and they went over there to play hard. So this is what you do when you want to win. Now, uh, the, the things that scares me the most are the little teams that they close themselves into a bundle and they make sure that AC Milan, they, they don't let AC Milan play their style of game. And so now I wanted to see as Martis Pioli, when you come in to play middle of the middle of the range team and, and a, low, a lower range, like a peop, uh, you know teams fighting to for survival to, to stay in Serie A, how the hell are you going to break those locks uh, uh, when it comes down to, uh, you know, mm -hmm. to, to take to, to get the win, to get the ugly win that Allegri is capable to do for Juventus. Now, having said that, with all due respect, just taking some of the Peters line, I think we got the team this year to win the old thing. Oh boy! I'm sorry, Listen, okay. I, I think no, no. Just one yeah, thing no. I want to remind. I think what you need to be uh, happy about as a Milan fan, you have the youngest team in Serie. A. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, they have the youngest team in Serie. A. These players. They do need experience, even if you do not win the Scudetto this year. But continue on this project and these young players gaining additional experience, even internationally, I think Milan will be the team to beat in the next three, four years. For sure. And going back to Napoli, and I'm going to sign yeah, off, sure. for nine years, it was Napoli and Juventus. Inter and Milan were not even on the map. Non-existent. They were non-existent. We had the opportunity to win the Scudetto, but we failed. 
we failed because of mentally when we finished behind Juventus with 91 points. 91, not easy to have 91 points. It was only us and Juventus for three, four years. We had the roster, we had the players, we did not have the mentality to win it three, four years ago. And also, De Laurentiis did not invest in the January transfer market to help the to, to help to help the roster and push Napoli through. And that was a great opportunity for us. Now it's even harder because they're back uh, from you know contenders. Back from the dead, basically. So basically, yeah. as Napoli fans, we have to be really careful. We have to try very hard to finish third fourth place if we're lucky but as far as gaining that mentality and the Scudetto I think we're light years away and that's not something that you get overnight or within one year it takes years and years of suffering of trying to change the mentality but right now we are still in the basement oh my god Ludo that's kind of crazy and and Ludo I just want to say would a a single would a coach change a mentality absolutely not no how much no it's a cultural change Mike it's not the coach it's a cultural change cultural it's the city itself you need the players you need the players that will take you to that level I mean you have quality players but not mentally Mm. we have play we have the quality but the important appointments the important games these players they they basically are not there they cannot they get scared but what's, scared. The, what's the difference between Milan players and Napoli a lot of uh, there's a lot of players in Milan that haven't won and there's a lot of players in Napoli that haven't won. what's the difference listen to me I'll tell you the difference before Ruta tells you first of all like Atano said we have Ibrahimovic even though when Ibrahimovic is not playing Ibrahimovic is looking at you you mess around or you slack off you're gonna hear from it you're not going to hear just with words. You're going to get your ass kicked. That is number one. Number two, I still blame Ludo for Napoli loss. <laughs> he's the key because when you see here, he's going to have to stop. I mean, you can be super. I am more superstitious than him. You don't yeah. know me. But. No, but Neapolitans, you know, more, as right? a whole. They, the cherry on the. regards to culture, we're right, superstitious. Right. We're in life in now I learned that you don't leave the keys on the table because I learned it from Ludo. Even though, <laughs> so, but Ludo, the cherry on the cake was Pauli Malignacci showing up, you know, as an AC Milan fan, big Cassano fan. He comes over there and uh, he surprises everybody and he enjoys watching AC Milan beating, uh, beating Napoli, which was the greatest part of the of the Sunday for me. So uh, that, that was great. Let me ask a question to you guys. Um, what are the odds the Scudetto ends up in Milano? Gaetano, what is your percentage? Which part of Milano? Just Any in Milano, Milano, in the, in the city. Milano, Gaetano. 90%. Peter? 95%. Ludo? 90%. Anto? 100. <laughs> I say 80, 88%. 88 88% Wait, what did there's, you uh, There's still there's still a little slither of hope for Napoli, I think. And maybe even Juve. Mike, you watch so many um, cartoons, Mike. You I'm a believer. Go to- <laughs> uh, next game, uh very quickly, Lazio Bicalieri 3-0. Immobile got scored a penalty, so he's tied in the Capocannonera charts with Vlaovic. Fiorentina drew, but the storyline here is Piontek has six goals in nine games, so replacing um Vlaovic pretty good so good far. Job. 
Even though they they broke Abral to replace him, but it seems like Vlaovic is the guy. Sampdoria lost, lost Udinese, but Jovinko came in as a substitute. His first appearance back in Serie A since 2015 with wow. Juventus. So welcome back, uh, Seba. We're happy to see you. Um, a quick question for you guys. I'll go around really quick. Who would you rather have at your club? You can only pick one. I'm going to say their names and I'm going to say their stats. Giacomo Raspadori, 22 years old, 9 goals, 3 assists. Domenico Berardi, 27 years old, 12 goals, 10 assists. Um, Gianluca Scamacca, 23-year-old, 11 goals, 0 assists. Anto, who are you picking? Berardi, hands down. He's the best. Berardi. Ludo. I like Raspadori because Scamacca he already has. Okay, so you can pick one. Raspadori. Okay. Scamacca. He has to pick Scamacca. He's already part of <laughs> Scamacca? Wow. Oh, yeah. you, you need a number nine too. No, I need a... I, Berardi will do the, the job for me. But you need a number nine. Berardi can score <laughs> anyway, regardless Berardi. of that. Berardi. Berardi? Yeah. I think Berardi, if Insigne goes away, I, I will put Berardi oh there. It would not be a bad... Uh, He's mm. not going to be a bad player. I they like, like this, uh, guy, I like Berardi. Yeah. I, I like Zerbin, Ber- they like to uh, replace, uh, to replace uh, I don't know Insigne. I like but Ber- I have a message for Immobile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can he stop scoring the next couple of games so he saves a couple of goals for, for the, the, national national the national team? team. Oh my God. That might be a pretty good thing because the Azzurri are playing very soon in a couple of so weeks. Let's hope he doesn't score the next couple of games so, and he scores with Italy. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Uh, I would pick... Scamaca. Uh, first of all, because he's younger than Berardi, he's going to have a few more years. And I think he's going to be the next great, Ita- no, I wouldn't say great, next good Italian striker. I think he has a mentality and he's fearless. Uh, I just want to go through a couple of questions from a fan really quickly here. This one's from Reply Guy 3759 He said, where's the best landing spot for Belotti? Where's the best team that Belotti should go to? Serie B. Wait. Come to play in Bari. I'll take him. You think I'm in Serie B? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's Belotti, go Belotti's not a, a caliber, a, a high team caliber. So mid table team. Yeah, Fiorentina. Only? Fiorentina, I would say. Fiorentina actually uh, is coming they have up two big. strikers right now. Yeah, but Fiorentina is coming up big. I don't think, not even Belotti. Fiorentina. I don't know, maybe uh, uh, Sampdoria. Sampdoria. You could use him. No, I can't. Sampdoria, but they're like kind of similar. No, yes. Sampdoria. Fiorentina's got good strikers. They don't need Belotti. Sampdoria. Ludo, how about you? Belotti is next destination. I think uh, Belotti is not ready for a uh, for a big team. Mm. I think Belotti needs to go to a team where fighting for uh, let's say an Europa League slash uh, <coughs> less place in Champions, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth place, you know, that transitional that okay gap team, I that bridge team, yeah. maybe Lazio, like a I, Fiorentina kind of team. No, Fiorentina is Fiorentina level. Uh, uh, I, I think w- a team that has that can qualify. The thing is, they don't f- need a striker. Roma has Tammy Abraham. Lazio has Immobile. Napoli has Oshiman. The only ones are the top teams that are desperately That's need true. for. Uh, but Sassuolo is going to be losing Scamacca and Raspadori. Sassuolo, but does he make that? I don't think. Yeah, that's. that's a, a, I, I don't think he's playing at the same uh, on a team that will more or less I, have two, three points less or yeah. more than Verona. You Verona is a good. You're not smart. really make that Simeone. jump. You're not yes, really Simeone. making that. Yeah, but still, I think Belotti, if he goes to a team, there's been a lot of talks. 
that he'll go to Milan. No, he's not going to but Milan. He won't we'll be a starter. No, he's not going to be. AC Milan is not going to start Belotti. Believe me when I'm telling you. You need, you. A, you need a forward. Maybe he can you go to Turkey. You got somebody who's 40 and no, somebody who's 35. Maybe he can go to Turkey. How old is Belotti? He's 27, 28 at least. He's got to be that. We don't need Belotti. What 20, the hell? Well, that's his last contract. But who who are you going to get for the forward? Don't worry about it. We got this kid he, here. He doesn't. No. He plays three games. Hey, we got a 20 years old already. Just uh, 20. That's 20 his last contract. That's, right. that's too much. That's his last. I mean, a no. team is going to sign him. Probably he's going to get a four-year contract. Mm -hmm. He's going to get. We're to not spending age, uh, 32. First of all, how much is Belotti commanding in terms of salaries? Not much. Not much? What do you mean, not much? 1.82 million top. Two million? He's not going to be that Wow, much, and yeah. he was already, uh, at some point, that this guy was holding on the owner, he wanted 100 yeah, he million yeah, dollars. He refused, no, he no. refused, well, he refused. Kai, he refused a lot of money. Well, he wanted to sell him. Yeah, Kai already wanted to sell uh, two, three years ago, whatever yeah, it was, exactly. four years ago. Imagine he did go to Milan, that would have been crazy. I don't but think we so. Don't, we don't know how that would have turned out. Listen, oh, nothing wrong, nothing against Belotti, but Belotti is... Uh, but that's why I would love to see him, like a team that makes Europa League or, or plays in Europe. You think he settled that and to see how Maybe I, Napoli could be a good fit for Belotti. No, I, I, okay and last question before <laughs> last question before we go this one is from Bradaric he said maybe you guys can name a team that used to be in Serie but isn't in the top anymore or you want to see back like more of a uh, nostalgic team Body. This, this guy said Como because uh, a lot of Croatian players were over there and he yeah. said love from Croatia mm. Anto you said one Bari Bari in Serie yeah. in a couple of years maybe we'll see them yeah definitely two years me Ludo. personally yeah. Palermo Cagliari Catanzaro yeah Pick ah one. no Pal uh, Palermo Catanzaro Regina pick one uh, I Palermo. can't pick one Palermo Because I'm a southerner I want Calabria oh. and Sicily To represent in Serie A Palermo, Palermo a Regina guy. Or That's it. Peter how about you I said Bari Ludo So we're down south over there <laughs> you, He's going he's gonna to say Monte di Progida Yeah Here you go <laughs> No no I would say uh, No I would say Palermo Because mm. when I was growing up Palermo Catania was one of them yeah. too. Catania, yeah, yeah, but the amount of players that have right. come no, through yeah, that Palermo, Palermo, like Dybala, everybody. It's a shame that what if. But even Regina oh. was in Serie A, Catanzaro Regina was in Serie A back Pirlo. in the day. With Pirlo the, started in Regina. With the Palanca, remember Palanca? You remember Palanca, right? Shoe size 37. He used to score from the corner kicks. Yeah, It would be nice for Sicily to be represented in Serie A. So which, Palermo? Yeah. I would have to take your uh, Palermo. There's so many players that came out of there. I think I think it's just amazing to see we, uh, Barzai, uh, Sirigu came from there. Uh, Dybala uh, Cavani, came from Dybala, there. Dybala, Ilicic. Uh, so ma so a many lot players. of players came so from. Uh, so many players came. But from that's there. when he had what's his name? Uh, Luca Toni. Luca Toni came Sabatini from Palermo. Or Emperot, uh, Perinetti. Those were two top guys. At one point, Palermo had six, seven players in the national team. Fabio Grosso. For the team, Grosso. The Barone. Team. Luca Toni. Barone. Starting. Zaccardo. Mm. Mm. Zaccardo. Even Cagliari in the 70s. Wow. Yeah. The Cagliari of the 70s, Gigi when Gigi Riva. Riva, when they won the Scudetto, they had about mm -hmm. eight, nine players yeah. that were playing for the Italian uh, national team back then. Yeah. Guys, um, we've talked a lot, over an hour and a half today. Oh my God. But time flies when you're with your friends talking culture. Uh, we're hoping best of luck to Inter tomorrow against Liverpool. Hopefully they can pull, pull a small Forza miracle Inter. in Anfield and do something amazing. 
And of course, we'll be back before Italy play. But have that in your head because they are playing North Macedonia very soon. In Palermo. In Palermo. Marco's actually going to be there. Gaetano may be a surprise guest over there too. Renzo we're, not, la we're not sure, so we're not going to say anything yet. But a lot of exciting cultural games ahead of us. Guys, thank you for coming in. Guys at home, thank you for watching, and we will see you guys next time. Are you streaming tomorrow? Are we streaming the game? Yes. Yeah, not? if you want to come, come. Yeah, I would love that. I'm supporting Inter tomorrow. Oh, then come. The door's open. Hands down, I'm supporting Inter. Will thank you, everyone. Will you, will you change your jacket? I will, definitely. I'm going to put an Inter jacket on. <laughs> oh Happy culture, everyone. I'll sit, ne thank you for I'll having sit next me. to Peter. Forza Serie A!